Wow. Wow. It's the illusion reporting from somewhere on spaceship Earth. What's going on? That one guy, Island Ryland. How's everyone doing out there on this fine Sunday? If you're on the uh, East Coast, you're probably still at the beach, boy. And uh, if you're on the West Coast, you're probably just getting to the beach, boy. And uh, that's what we're doing, man. It's a revolution of beachgoers and beauticians. Tina, Elijah, Josh, Remy, Brandon, Brett Mongoloid. What's happening, Jill? So uh, here we are, Sunday, the Great Awakening. I was uh, another encouraging, encouraging day of the uh, the sheeple not sitting back. They may not know what they do, but they know they want to go to the beach, boy. So uh, I think that's kind of interesting. I think we saw a complete breakdown in. Virginia, people in Virginia Beach have had enough. They want to go to the beach. And we've seen the same thing out on in the, uh, I believe, the Jersey Shore. People just want to go to the beach and they don't care about your rules and uh, the likes of that. So Island Rylands in VA. West Side, though, gotcha. Good evening, Barbara Ray. Grilled cheese. Ah, there you go. There you go. I'm going to have a little tonic water. I went for a um, a mountain bike ride this morning. I'll be posting a video later on that. I had a a nice mountain bike ride. It was was good. It was good to get out there. I didn't do one of those mountain bike rides that kill you. I did did an intermediate one. The one that just gets the juices flowing. A little bit of the uh, old... Tweety, tweet, tweet kind of vibe. Purple Sun from Colorado. And go to the beach, get those negative ions, get your D, get your vitamin D. And um, I, the, the, uh, the ratio, the face, the face diaper ratio was uh, 40% of people out on the trail had their face diapers, 60%. We're free-loving Americans, man. So, uh, what's going on, Lily? How you doing? Bicycling's a good activity, man. Yeah, I got to. I got to get my back derailleur fixed. There's something. Something. I bent it. I think I bent the. I don't know the the dangly piece, the piece that dangles down with the two little small sprockets. I think I bent that when it went off the cliff the other day. So. Uh, but it was good. I went out and had a nice ride. I got some, uh, I made a video out there to share that experience with you, my, uh, my loyal viewers. And then I came back and we walked up to the, uh, the farmer's market and got some fresh produce. So let's get, let's get, let's get into it. Let's get into it. And, uh, so we're walking down the, uh, I was, uh, we were walking down the, the sidewalk, right? We're walking down the sidewalk and we were, I don't know, we were just chit-chatting, my wife and I, and Al was looking at plants, doing what Al does. And uh, 
this this couple came trucking on up with their face diapers on and we're like the first time I've been vibed fully vibed for not having a face diaper on like out in like walking down some deserted street dude and they came hustling up and the the dude was super incensed about it and I just wanted to be like you should stay home dude you really really like you should just you should just put the full face diaper around your front door and uh, stay inside, dude. You've done it the last couple months. Why, why start walking around now? But I didn't. We carried on. But it was like the dude was like made a point to to shake his head and try to shame us. Like, <laughs> good luck with that, bucko. And uh, so then we went to, to the farmer's market. And, of course, we brought our face diapers knowing that, you know, it's a farmer's market. And, and it was going to be part of the deal. So we did. And, and for most people who don't understand, again, because I've participated in my local government, I am peripherally aware of how most farmers markets work on the municipal level is is a farmers market is generally like a permitted operation, i.e. that somebody's gone down to permit the operation and get it sanctioned by the city in order to have it in some like parking lot. And they've no doubt been in contact with the uh, parking lot owners at the little plaza where it is. And so most of your farmer's markets go through, at least on the West Coast in my area, go through a municipal process. And those municipal processes have their municipal standards. So you know going to a farmer's market that, you know, it's L.A. County. It's going to be face diapers required. Whatever. Okay. And again, we're, we're again where my constitutional freedoms end and someone else's constitutional freedoms begin is on private property. So when I'm out in the world, and I, and I, I spent a lot of time thinking about this whole stuff, is... When I'm out in public, in the public right-of-way, I will not comply to the old face diaper mandate because it is, and I will not, I will not do anything they, they say I'm required to do because it's, it's unlawful. I will do it out of respect for various entities, but when you enter on private property, go into a building, you're entering someone else's sovereign territory, for lack of a better word. And uh, I respect that. I respect people's rights to to do business how they please. And so I'm getting to a point with all this. So I went, we went up to the farmer's market and they've changed the layout. Normally you could just come walk and flow through the thing, but now you kind of got to go through an entrance and, you know, there's some like kid there like hey how's it going just and they sell so even if you didn't bring your face diaper and your stuff they have a little like at the farmer's market where they're selling gloves face diapers hand sanitizer for first on the cheap dude it there was no inflated prices it was basically like look if you forgot your stuff and you want to feel safe and you want to rub san, hand sanitizer all over your face and you want to put the face diaper on we have this here for you and we're not making a profit off of it we're just selling it basically at cost i respect that so we're in the then we're in the farmer's market you know getting our our fresh produce everybody's 
loosely playing along, if you know what I mean. It's casual, dude. It's West Coast. You know, half people have got them down to their chin. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the color of law stuff, right? Well, there had to be, there had to be one dude. And so this is where my thing is. As a person who fully believes in civil disobedience and standing up for your rights and and digging your heels in, because at the at, on face value this is an unconstitutional, illegal mandate. You got to if you want to push the envelope, you got to be ready to play the game. And part of pushing the envelope for any sort of standing up for the Constitution must be done with dignity for yourself and for everybody else involved. There's nothing wrong with with pushing the envelope and getting arrested and taking a citation and standing up and taking it to court and doing all those above things. I'm all for it. In fact, I I, I highly recommend it as as an experience of life. I used to do it heavily as a, as a tree activist and so what I'm getting at is there was this dude in the thing and he rolled in there with his wife. She didn't want to wear the thing, whatever reason, whatever. So the manager, and I find out later he's the manager because I went and talked to this guy. So the, the guy who's running the farmer's market, and I know, like I said, peripherally having talked to the person who runs the Malibu farmer's market, it's kind of a, a big undertaking to deal with the municipality, the guidelines of the private property, all the vendors, the public. It's a giant pain in the ass, man. Let's be clear. So there's the dude who's running the thing and he asked the guy, hey, look, man, like you got to have you got to have your face diaper on. Well, this dude, instead of being a cool dude, standing up for his liberties and his freedoms, was an a-hole about it. Got up in this guy's face. The law says and this and that and got up in this dude's face. Now, again, I respect your right. In fact, I encourage you to stand up for yourself. But there becomes a point where standing up for yourself is not trampling on another human being. You're like if you want to be an activist and you want to stand up for your rights, and it's another civilian. He wasn't standing up against cops. It was like the some mellow tattooed dude. Like, hey, man, like, you know, we got to play along here. And uh, so this guy got up in this dude's face, threatened him, got like got up in his like the whole thing. And this dude, the dude, the guy who, who was managing the place was young guy was like fully mellow and it's like, look, dude, like it's just the way, you know, it's the way it is. And this guy proceeded to like threaten this guy and the whole thing. And and, and the guy's like, look, man, I, like at this point, I'm going to call the cops. Like you're, you're out of like line. And uh, the guy's like, go ahead. Nah. And he was just some total West side douchey young guy. And, uh, and he was, on principle, I 100% agreed with the guy. He was citing the law and his right not to have to comply. And then I was also like, hey, you're on private property, bro. Like, we're not in a public space. You are on private property and a, a private function, essentially, dude. And, and you know what? If you want to come to the farmer's market and there's a hundred signs all around the place, you have the freedom not to enter that private property and purchase your 
locally grown fruits and vegetables. So the guy proceeded to be a thing. And I'm, I'm sitting there with Al trying to feed him a, a croissant. And, you know, me, I'm, I'm checking this out because I, I, I'm on principle. I agree with this dude. Don't wear your face. Yeah, I get it. You're going to make a stand. And then, and then it becomes like you're threatening this dude, this, this civilian and you're you're make you're really being aggressive towards him. I go now. I got to roll with this dude. Now now you you're blowing our cause because if you want to stand up for the Constitution, you want to stand up for civil liberties, and you don't want to do it with dignity and courtesy, then I can't stand with you. In fact, I have to go against you now because taking another human being's dig- dignity to stand up for your rights is not standing up for anything except your own selfish, narcissistic way. So I sat there and I watched this whole thing go down. And uh, the guy, the, the, the manager kid with the tattoos and the piercings was never uncool, never broke ranks, never got loud, kept everything down low. In fact, other people were like, dude, that came over and were like, this is uncool. We're videoing it like to back this guy up. Let's move the clock forward. Eventually, the the uh, the local piggy pig showed up, and uh, you know this guy was being being an a hole, and me being a total busybody. I was like, I'm gonna. I've sat through this whole thing with my child. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Let the let the my take on it all. And I went over to the uh, the situation. I was like, Hey, look, you know. This guy, on principle, I fully support him, but the way he handled it, I have to fully condemn him. In fact, the way he was going about it was threatening violence. And as far as I'm concerned, you should cuff him and stuff him and take him away. And this dude's like, was like, what? And uh, the cop was like, oh, you dude. And uh, the guy who was the manager guy was, and I'm getting to a point because this is where it becomes very interesting down the line. Because one thing I will, I will always stand up for somebody being berated by an a-hole. And, and there's a difference between standing up for your liberties and your freedoms. And again, I'm going to say it, dude. If you want to stand up for your liberties and freedoms, the first person you have to give that liberty and freedom to is the person you're standing up against. And we're not talking about uniformed police officers. We're not talking about uniformed military. We're not talking about private security guards. We're talking about one of us who's just trying to conduct business in a trying financial time. And so you've got to kind of you got to kind of roll a little bit with anyone trying to get their financial bearings right now. So I was like, I, I backed this guy up to the cops and, and the, 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 the owner of the place. And so I, I funny, I, we went, I went and did something else because the cop didn't care what I had to say. They were basically just over the whole, you could tell the cops were like over it. Like the whole concept of like coming and actually having to deal with this. You could tell, they were, they were not, they didn't care one way or the other about the stupid face mask thing. And, but what I did care about was the fact that this other human being had been deliberately threatened and intimidated by somebody of a bigger, the other guy was bigger, the whole thing. And I, I don't appreciate that as a, as a free and sovereign human being, like you don't, 
offensively try to intimidate and bully another human being. If you want to stand up for your rights, then this is how you would have handled it. You would have said, I'm not going to comply with your, with putting the face diaper on my face. And then you go, okay. And then you, the manager goes, all right, well, I, you're going to need to leave. And then that's when you go, no, I, I won't be leaving and then you kick it back to the manager and the manager's like, well, I'm going to need to call the police. And then you go, okay, call the, call the police, have the police show up here and, and let's, let's kick this to the next level. And then the cops come and they arbitrate. And basically what the cops will say is like, you need to leave. This is private property. And if you don't leave, you're going to get a trespass or, and that's that. And so now you've moved away from your original thing into something else because the one thing you can't do is argue your constitutional rights on somebody else's private property. That's just basic understanding of somebody else's constitutional rights to their private property. And um, anyway, so moving the ball forward, I, t- I like 20 minutes later, I saw the manager kid and I was like, hey, man, like, and he's like, you know what, dude? He's like, I told totally don't agree with this face mask stuff. He's like, I totally don't agree with these, but like, look, man, I'm trying to like manage my like farmer's market here, dude. And it's just like, it's what I got to do to like get this thing going. He's like, but between you and me, I'm, I don't, the face mask thing is stupid. And I was like, there you go. So this dude who wanted to make a stink didn't realize the dude he was making a stink to was his ally. See, you have to be very careful when you're out there being an activist because sometimes you will find that the people that you want to berate and intimidate are actually on your side. And what you risk doing is turning someone against the cause. And I essentially said that to this guy. I was like, dude, like you're you're not, I can't, you're not representing the cause. In fact, I, I take them away because I don't want my liberties infringed because somebody is, is using the cause of liberty for their own selfish reasons to intimidate another human being. And, and we have to be very careful as we move into this, this, these waters ahead of us that our job is not to divide and conquer. Our job is to stand up and inform is to lead again through calm and assured actions. So again, I'm not going to do anything when I have my son with me, right? Like I'm not going to make a big stand. I have to like, there was that gal in Australia who decided to go make a big stand about that stuff down in in Sydney or wherever. She brought her four-year-old with her. Like, well, you can't make a political statement that possibly leads to incarceration or interaction with the with authority figures and have a small child with you. You're on the wrong then because that small child gets freedom and liberties too. And you as a parent, you're overriding reality when that child is with you is their freedom and liberties first, not your political freedom and liberties. If Does that make sense? And I get up that like the part of being what we're talking about here is ultimately for the children. But when you but when you go into the space of standing up for your constitutional freedoms, you have to represent all of us with dignity and grace. And it's super important. Like that's why like I like the sh- the hairdresser gal, the Shelley Luther gal. 
She was well-dressed, well-presented. She didn't back down. She was willing to get arrested. See, if you're not willing to be arrested for your cause, don't bother barking about it. If you're not willing to turn your back and be arrested, dignified and respectfully, then don't go out and, and, and rally for your cause because the time for violence, we hope, never will arrive. There is, I, I'll tell you as an activist, the one person you're trying to, to get to understand your cause is the authority. Because I'll tell you, part of what I learned in civil disobedience was to be abused by the authority, i.e. the police in a civil action like that, is to actually teach them a lesson. And I know it seems counterintuitive because most people think violence is the answer. It's actually not the answer. Letting people inflict violence on you and you looking them dead in the eye and being like, you're not going to crack me, dude, is probably one of the most powerful things you can do. How do you think Mahatma Gandhi took over an entire continent nonviolently from the British? What, you think they, they, they were going to fight back? No, they laid down in front of them when they tried to charge with their horses. So again, as we move into this new period, because the coup is over, let, let's be super clear. The coup thing's over. The truth is starting to come up. You had the governor of Colorado just the other day explain that the, uh, they had been mismarking the death count and it dropped by like, what, 250 people are no longer COVID deaths in the state of Colorado. They were mismarked on the death certificates. So as the truth begins to come out, we have to keep our powder dry. We have to wait to see the whites of their eyes. We cannot engage in the lowest energy form, which is violence and destruction. We have to, to hold ourselves together. And like I said, if you want to go down to your city hall and, and be active, I just suggest you dress well, you speak well, you don't use profanity, and you stand your ground. But I'll tell you what, the minute you use profanity around law enforcement, right? Or, and look, let me explain a little something about the law I've learned the hard way. The law enforcement of the United States of America, as far as I know in the state of California and Arizona, so I should just preface that when I go bold blanket statement about the U.S., I'll just stick with California, Arizona. Law enforcement cannot, you cannot get in trouble for using profanity to law enforcement unless a third party is there. If a third party is there and they say that you're being offensive, then the cops can hop in. But law enforcement swore, are trained not to be offended. They can't actually do anything about it. But again, what, I, what I'll say to you is this, that is the truth. But the reality of it is, if you want to engage on a righteous cause with law enforcement, dude, be polite, be courteous, don't raise your voice, and dress well. It's simple. Represent yourself in a truly upstanding way, and then you take the power back. You see, when you go in and into these things with your camo pants on and your don't tread on me flag and your your like screw you pig attitude you're not doing you're not representing me man and in fact you're in fact i don't want you to to claim you're there representing me 
I, I want people that understand the true power of representing. Like those, do, look, as righteous as those dudes are in Michigan, the fact those dudes are, are, are giving the other side any imaging opportunities to use against them is, is foolishness. And what I will say is those are probably agent provocateurs. If you looked at what happened in Lansing a couple of days ago, that was probably an agent provocateur that had the noose and the axe. Those are probably agent provocateurs that show up with the Nazi stuff. Again, part of your job as anyone who wants to challenge the system is to be aware of agent provocateurs. They are, they're rife throughout our history. So what again is as I'm calling for is, yeah, I, we are going to probably have to enter a period of civil disobedience, and and why I called this episode the uh, seize the beaches beauticians is that apparently the front lines of liberty at this point are the beaches and the uh, the hair salons. Go figure. I, if you had asked me once upon a time where the uh, where the battle for American constitutional rights would be taking place. If you had told me it would have been the barbershop and the nail salon and the beach, I would have been like, what are you talking about? So that's it. And that's what it comes down to is, is the revolution isn't, isn't going to happen in some, in the middle of some, some street with, with blue helmeted UN troops, dude, at least not this one. It's going to happen with business owners saying that I'm going to open up my business and they're going to have, and they're going to, because they're business owners, they're going to end up being like that Shelly Luther gal in, in Texas, well-dressed, well-spoken and, and willing to go the distance on this whole thing. So the other, and the other thing I'm looking at is the scene with the beaches out in Virginia. Yeah. And Florida, they can't, they can't arrest everybody. They can't arrest everybody. And Mario uh, Cuomo, the Cuomo sexual himself said it himself. If 19 million people walk out the door, there's nothing we can do about it. And that is the truth. This is our country. This is our country. You are the government. But if you're going to be the government, then you better not be the same scumbags that we hope to replace. See, that's why I didn't like this dude today. He was the same scumbag that if you gave power to would be the same authoritarian scumbags that we're fighting. This dude down at the farmer's market. And, and I'm telling you that we have, we don't want, we don't want to replace the system we despise with people that are the system that we're trying to replace. And the truth of the matter is, is we are the government. You are the government. If you're in the United States of America, you are the government. It's very clearly written in all of our constitutions. But with that responsibility comes a way of behaving. There becomes a way of treating those that you're opposed to. You can behave like them and become them. But then again, why would, do we need to replace them if you're just going to be them anyhow? See, what we need to do is we need to take the power back and be show the difference. And that's what I'm saying is, is if we want to use, if you're going to use violence and intimidation 
to claim that you're representing the people of the United States of America, you're no different than them. Those guys, the Pentagon, military, Monsanto, pharmaceutical, industrial complex, that's what they do. That's what they do all day long is use violence and intimidation to get their agenda through. That's not going to work for us. We have the Constitution that says that we don't ever need to speak of the violence we can inflict. We've been granted the ability to inflict that if we need to. We've been given the Constitution that says we do not ever have to subject ourselves to tyranny. But the only way we get to do that is by being righteous on our side of the Constitution. If we become the tyranny we're rejecting, what's the point? So that's why, like, this dude today, I was like, you want to be the tyranny that I reject? I'm going to have tell the cops to take you away, dude. Because you don't represent the Constitution. You don't represent the people of California. You don't represent the... uh, the face diaper list. You're just another tyrannical a-hole who's just trying to get what he wants. And that will not, I will not stand for that. And so that's the thing about being intellectually honest, I would say, out there is why I won't, why I'm always bashing the MAGA crowd. Because if you want to be myopic and, and monosyllable and mono thought about the cause, then you're doing nobody any service. If you want to sit on this thing and, and point it at the, the Dems or the SJWs and go, those dudes are all wrong, but this guy's 100% right. We're right, they're wrong. Then you've, you've just become what's wrong with the whole thing. What we all have to realize is we're all fallible. We all make mistakes. We all have our bad day. In fact, this dude down at the farmer's market was probably just having a bad day. But if you're going to invoke constitutional freedoms, you're going to make a a stink about the thing and you're going to stand up, you're not allowed to say, like, I'm having a bad day. And I'll tell you, when I lost full respect for this dude was when he was like, tried to to flip the script on the dude, the manager guy. And I was like, no, dude. You don't get to change your tone because the cops showed up. You wanna you wanna dig in, bro? You wanna dig in and stand for freedom, dude? You don't back down because the cops showed up and they might stuff you in the back of their squad car. That's where the rubber meets the road, citizen. That's what it's all about. If you're not willing to get in the back of that squad car and take your day in court, then you got no business claiming that you got anything to do with freedom, dude. Because that's what it's all been about, dude. Martin Luther King showed us how it's done, dude. You don't, you don't, you walk right into the lion's den, dude. You don't, you don't get in and, man, don't you can't take me away. You do what Shelley Luther did. You walk right into the lion's den. You go, dude, go ahead, eat me, lion. You can't eat me because I'm a stick. I'm so solid and strong. When you try to clamp your jaws on me, boom, I hold your mouth open, lion. So, you know, again, it's a tricky road we got to trudge right now. It very much is. And it's interesting that that it is going to be the revolution fought not by beard-wearing military wannabe guys with their don't tread on me flags, It's going to be 
beauticians. Because I don't see anybody getting anything truly done besides the Shelly Luther gal. She stood her ground. That 77-year-old barber up in Chicago, that dude's getting something done. All these little deli owners that are like opening that that gal the little the little gal down in the uh, all right I'll sh- I'll tell you exactly what I'm pointing out. There was that gal right when the thing was going on in Texas. There was the gal who opened her bar and wouldn't close, and those six dudes showed up fully armed with their like their LARPing military gear. And the minute the cops showed up, they were like, "Oh, we were just kidding, dude." And they turned over. They didn't they didn't have some big like showdown. No, I'm telling you, all these people that have been trying to lead you down the path of, dude, we're going to fight them, dude. We're going to fight them in the streets, dude. Those dudes you do not want to follow. Those dudes are behind the scenes pussies, dude, because they could have showed up. They should have showed up six weeks ago, two months ago. They should have taken over, but they didn't, dude. Those dudes went in their little apartments to their little houses and went and grabbed their preserves and their jam and they hunkered down just like everybody else. So don't think that 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 running around with a beard and some camos and a, and a, and some sort of weapon is going to make you a freedom fighter. You know what's going to make you a freedom fighter? standing tall in the face of tyranny and looking it dead in the eye and going, the buck stops with me, mister. Are you going to uphold your constitutional duty to uphold and defend the Constitution as you swore to do, officer? Or are you going to violate my constitutional rights and take me away? The choice is yours, officer. See, most people don't understand is why, why, the, why most people die at the hands of cops is because they don't know that the cops... Can go crazy and have to wait till the courts. Your job. What's up, Bert? Will you close the door? Daddy. Yeah. I need you to wash me. Okay. Give me uh give me uh ten what, minutes. What was who's that guy? I have no idea. Will you give who's me ten guy? minutes? I'm right in the middle of a thought. Who's, just, who's that guy? I don't know. Who's that guy? I haven't read the book. I don't know. Just, give me ten just minutes. Read, read it. I will. I want to look at it. Okay, you take that book and go look at it. I want to look at it right here. Okay. Right. Will you close the door? So look, what I'm getting at is this. The strongest persons we've ever seen in our history, maybe, are the Gandhis, are the Martin Luther Kings, man. Those who knew that the only way to beat violence is with nonviolence. I know it's counterintuitively. I know, dude. I get it. But I... but. Uh, no, it's about the, the, the uh, next generation, the generation that the founding fathers had that leads to the Civil War. So it sort of is. Look, I'll tell you what. Violence begets violence, man. You want to truly... Look, I'm going to be super clear. Like, be prepared for the worst. Pray for the best, right? So yeah, you're, you're insane if you're not taking your Second Amendment obligation serious in our society. But this constitution, this idea of running around and being like, oh, oh, I'm going to bow. Did you lost already? It's strictly a defensive tool at this point. Because I'll tell you what, dude, an army of beauticians 
holding their ground will destroy the new world order. That's what it's all about. It's not about a bunch of bearded wannabe soldier cats with their don't tread on me flags that's going to defeat the new world order. It's going to be hairstylists. I, 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 I never thought I would say that, dude, but it's the truth. It's going to be hairstylists that are, that are going to are gonna stand up to this thing. And, and I mean that they're the perfect metaphor because a business owner is the lifeblood. Daddy? Uh, uh, yes, Bird. I like how you connected that. Oh, right on. Yes. So, yeah. Again, it's going to come down to this. We're all going to have to make a stand, but we have to do it with dignity. We have to do it with grace. We have to do, look, man, isn't that, isn't what that what, what Jesus was all about? I mean, the only time he got mad, right, was when he flipped the money changers tables over in the temple. But besides that, yeah. dude. One time Jesus was God's, God's kid. Yes, you are correct. So I guess what I'm getting at is like, we're entering a new period now. The coof is over. The coof is, the coof is not the issue anymore. Now we have all the information to use to expose the system for the corrupt, mindless bureaucracy it is. But the only way we're going to be able to successfully do that is to support those who are standing up for freedom with dignity. I'm telling you, the, 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 half the problem with why Michigan is still locked down is because those crowds don't elicit sympathy. Simp, 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 I can't say it. Sympathy from your average American. Your average American doesn't want to see armed. Daddy, owl, Owl, if you keep talking when I'm doing, can you co- no, no? Can you please leave Daddy, the room if you're going to keep talking? You're not respecting my space. Why did it come with stickers? It, uh, it didn't. I just was hiding it in there. Look, what I'm getting this, and I learned this as a tree hugger. You have to represent the person sitting in the living room who's watching your actions. If you show up dressed in paramilitary fatigues with a weapon strapped over your shoulder, yes, you have that constitutional right. But the people that you want to get on your side look at that and are like, dude, I don't want that. I, I don't want that. I, I don't want the system. I don't want destruction. So when I see a bunch of dudes in fatigues with weapons strapped over their shoulders, I understand exactly what they're doing and, and what they're about. But the messaging is counterproductive. The messaging does not elicit sympathy with the soccer moms. And I'm telling you, that's who you need to get this thing through is the soccer moms. If you scare the soccer moms... There was no revolution without the soccer moms. I mean, it really is. And so why give them fuel? I understand what they're up to. I do because I understand. But the person that you're trying to inform and wake up and get to stand with you sees that and doesn't want anything to do with it. Your average bear, let's say say there's just some dad. He's a... He's an accountant and, he's, and he can't go to his office. He's unemployed and he wants his job back. He wants, to, he wants Michigan to open back up. 
He wants to go down there and stand tall in front of the governor's office. But he sees a bunch of dudes with machine gun, machine gun, not that, semi-automatic weapons, dude. <laughs> I almost used their word. Sees people with a bunch of long rifles down there. And he's like in fatigues and beards. And he's like, dude, I don't want to go down there. I don't want anything to do with that, dude. I want to go down and stand with people that I relate to that are fighting for freedom. So the messaging is super important. Again, you have to remember if you're going to go down and you're going to participate in any of this like free America back up, you have to make yourself available to those that are sitting on the sidelines watching you. You have to be able to make yourself available to them and their understanding. People don't want to go join anger. People don't want to go join armed groups of people down at the government house. What people want to do is they want to see people they relate to and they want to go stand with them. They want to go stand with the Shelley Luthers of the world. They don't want to stand with armed militia people in Michigan. And my hats are off to them, but their messaging's bad. It would have been one thing if they'd showed up in like suits and ties or, or polo shirts or something and, and showed up. But, they, but showing up in fatigues elicits the wrong imagery. And, and imagery in our society is super important. We're an image-based society. And so I'm just saying, man... If you're going to go out there and participate or you know people that are participating, just explain this basic concept to them. Save the fatigues for when you really need them, dude. Because if you're going to go down and represent the Constitution and freedom and liberty, represent it with dignity and grace. That's, That's all I can say. Don't threaten people. Don't yell at people. Don't be intimidated when the cops come and hit you over the head with a billy club. That's that's your job. If you're going to stand for freedom, your job is to take a billy club to the head first, way before you go offensively. Do you understand? Do you understand? Freedom's not based upon aggression. Freedoms are based upon exposing aggression. I mean, that's how do you, how do you think the founding fathers beat the British? What? They exposed him. And then once they exposed him, they fought back. Boy, did they fight back. That's what the whole thing, that's what the whites of your eyes are about, dude. Let them shoot first. Keep your powder dry, dude. Don't hassle some dude at the farmer's market and then be a wuss when the cops show up. Anyway, be civil. Realize, dude that it's gonna be the beauticians and the nail salon ladies and the hairdressers. And those are the people that are actually gonna do this, apparently. It's not gonna be your wannabe militia guys, dude. They look tough, they look intimidating, but they're not getting anything done from what I can tell. You know who's getting something done? That crazy hairdresser down in Dallas. Shelly Luther. Anyway, I'm going to go hang out and um, play with my small child and be ready. Because, uh, you know, I went down to that last Freedom Rally in downtown Los Angeles. What was that, two weeks ago? And I'll tell you what, it was a dignified crowd there, essentially. 
But you know who got the coverage was the couple bad seeds. But see, that's what everyone has to understand. The news, because they want to portray us as a bunch of lunatics, are not going to show the, the pretty lady with her, with, you know, down there that's dignified. They're going to show the, the lunatics. So if more respectful looking people show up, then we kind of take the narrative back. And, and I think it's super important. Messaging and imagery is super important moving forward. There's, no, there's nothing to be angry about. Anger will not solve this problem. The only way to solve this problem is with love. Love, forgiveness, empathy, and courage. Most of all, courage and love. Because it's courageous. It's courageous to look violence square in the eye and not meet it with violence. Because that's the only thing. That's how Jesus did it, right? That's why, that's why he took it. He tried to, he showed us the way. He showed us the way. So think about that. I know Easter was last month and, you know, the resurrection. But Jesus showed us the way. That's why God sent his only son down here to show us how to, to meet violence. We don't meet it with more violence. Just my thoughts for the day after watching a little bit of the, uh, the madness out there. We can do this. So anyway, um, have a successful afternoon out there. And uh, take care of yourselves. Stay calm. Be free. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi, Daddy. Yes. Mm, yeah. Oh my God, I love these stickers. Why do they have holes in them? Uh, they're for like they're for like Lego things. They go on the back of something. I don't quite know how they work. I forget. So. Hi, right. Daddy. Yeah. What's going on, Birdie Bird? How'd you play? Okay.